You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio. I am Jared, and I'm here with Jason Bond, also known as Emery. What's going on, everybody? And Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Kenny Sombra. Wow, <laughs> getting started already. I guess this is uh, episode number 19. We are recording on August 23rd for release on August 24th. And how has your weekend Overwatch been going, guys? Oh... Not too bad, except for the PTR. A lot of dicks on the PTR. You were on the PTR today for like an hour. I know, it was so rough. <laughs> you, Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey man, people are like, dude, why can't you change so we can win? I'm like, I'm testing characters out on the public test realm. <laughs> I, I, to- I told them, just ignore them. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why are you playing Anna? Nothing. I'm just not even saying anything back to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no point. Like, I mean, I'll just play what I want in the PTR, but if the enemy team picks something interesting, um, I'll try to see if I can't find a way to counter it by switching out throughout shit. Just because, like, like, last night, how we were having to deal with Bastion, I was trying to figure out a best way to handle it, or which hero right. to handle it best. I'll do stuff like that, but... Yeah, well, I think the problem with the PTR right now is that people are treating, because since competitive mode is disabled in live Overwatch for the next two weeks or a few weeks, yep. people are treating the PTR like it's, like it's preseason. You know, like it's, and people are getting like super, this super serious if you go into competitive mode on the PTR. It's pretty ridiculous. And it, even, if it wa- even if it was preseason for competitive mode, guys, it's just preseason. Like, people are taking it way too seriously. Because yes. even last week, I had, I had some trouble... I shouldn't say I had trouble, but I had people who were getting upset because I was playing Hanzo and I just wasn't doing that great at it. But fuck, you know, I'm, I'm testing it out. I want to, I want to see the changes. Yep. Right. Um, you know, I had to go through two rounds of fucking placement matches. Placement matches are still a shit show, guys. Still a shit show because they 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 brought the PTR up and then they wiped the PTR on Friday. So if you were on the PTR and you placed, and you're like, oh great, I got diamond. Not anymore. <laughs> you have to go uh, replace. Uh, so yeah, that was that was uh, my week <laughs> in Overwatch, playing the PTR, placing twice, and realizing that placing matches are still a shit show. Once I placed and started playing matches, it was better. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was, it was great, but it was definitely better. Mm, okay. <laughs> so. I mean, my week was literally just dedicated to quick play, to prestige, and then get 20 more levels, and then stop playing for a while because I spent way too much goddamn time doing that. That's your own fault, Mike. I wanted those loot boxes. I'm sitting oh, yeah. at 100 <laughs> at the moment. I haven't prestiged yet. Just no, been sitting I there. The, the, my most level gain has come from 
this event because I played quick play way more than I normally did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think I went in this event. I think I'm pretty sure I went from like fifty, like high fifties to eighty two. I am now. That's how little quick play I was playing. I was playing all competitive all the time, and then when the PTR was up, I was playing the PTR. So yep. I still have that prestige, even though I put quite a bit of time on the game. But I'm not sweating it, right? <laughs> so. But uh, let's get into we. This, this show is going to be mostly PTR talk here because there's a lot of changes coming. Uh, we're not going to get into the minute details of the of the PTR the changes coming because one, we got two weeks until season two. I'm pretty sure that's when the patch is going to drop. So you know, in two weeks things can change, especially if people keep bitching the way they are on the forums. Mm-hmm. And uh, too. I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be patch notes. I gotta have something for Bond to say when the patch notes actually come out. Or <laughs> else <laughs> well, he just sits there and yep. just. I'm helping. <laughs> I am helping. <laughs> says says the Zenyatta that runs into people's faces. Oh no, I don't do that. What are you talking I'm just, about? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like in never mind. It's like so. Is that healer that's helping? I'm All right. Helping. Let's go ahead and get into. The PTR report. PTR report. Alright, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about the changes to competitive play. We touched on them last week, but now we have some definite changes that you will see. Uh, And we got some hard numbers for the skill rating tiers. So, you know, we guessed that it was going to go bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, and grandmaster. We had guessed that. Actually, we kind of didn't have to guess because Jeff Kaplan said six of the seven tiers. I was about to say, was it really a guess when he even pretty though much he said he was them? only going to say he said he was only going to say three, ended up saying six. He's, the only one he did not say was platinum. I mean, it's uh, I whatever. I mean, he drops he drops information by by intentional <laughs> accident all the time. So yeah, so. So the skill ratings are definitely those bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, and grandmaster. What we didn't have was the skill rating, like the numbers to be in each tier. So bronze is the broadest tier. It's 1 to 1499. Silver starts at 1500 and goes to 1999. Gold starts at 2000, goes to 2499. Platinum starts at 2500, goes to 2999. Diamond starts at three thousand. Starts uh, it starts at three thousand. Goes to thirty four ninety nine. Master starts at thirty five hundred. Goes to thirty nine ninety nine. And Grandmaster goes from four thousand to five thousand. Now I thought Grandmaster would go, uh, be a smaller number. To be mm. honest with you. I don't. I can see why they're doing it that way, though, because if you got somebody who works all their time to get up there, they're going to be losing a lot of that skill rating each day. It's probably going to give those people that play at the higher tier, like maybe a little bit of a break. They only give. They only take away fifty skill ranking. We're going to get into that. You're jumping ahead, but you only lose fifty skill ranking a day, like every twenty four hours. That's not that much. Well, that, that's that's you, saying... you have to not play for ten days. Well. To, to drop out, like if you're at 45, let's say you're master and you don't play for 10 days straight, that would drop you to out of master. No, but I mean, like, the, you're also probably going to lose a lot. Like, I feel like winning and losing is going to fluctuate a lot in Grandmaster um, just because of the high skill level. 
So they're giving you a chance to like store up like wins. So that way when you do lose, it's not going to like kick you out of Grandmaster and you're going to have to pub stomp some masters to get back into Grand so easily. I don't know. Well, either way, I think, I don't know, I, I think, I mean, the bronze being 1 to 1500 is, is fine, but I thought silver should be 1500 to 2500 or 1500 to 2499. Then you should have gold from 2500 to 3000, platinum from 3000 to, uh, yeah, like, basically 500 up at each at that point. That's what I, I think. So I think Grandmaster should be like, you know, 4,500 to 5,000. Kind of StarCraft, like, it's re- like the numbers for Grandmaster, are, it's really, really low. It's like top 200 players per region. So that's what I thought they were going to go for. But then again, I mean, it really depends how many people are going to reach 4,000 skill rank. And now that you can't ride somebody up to 4,000 skill rank, it's actually going to be a lot harder for them to do that. Like, you know, with the previous system, you could easily get up to 60 or even 70 by hopping into a game with somebody who was, like, let's say in the 40s. Because uh-huh. right. you probably won those matches. You know, so it, it, it's going to be a lot harder for people to ride low tiers up to a, a higher ranking. So, but yeah, that's, that's you know, you know if you have a, a goal... I, I, I guess the the good goal would be to get into at least diamond. You know, diamond. I believe you're talking like you know that's probably where your 60s are from before. To be honest with you, um, because I know I can tell you platinum is definitely the 50s. Platinum is definitely the 50s. Oh yeah, like the same shit. Oh yeah, the same shit that you see. That I saw in like the fit, like let's say between fifty and fifty-five, or even a little bit higher than that. I definitely am seeing that in platinum. Really? Just, you think? Oh yeah. I know. I well, was like, in I platinum. didn't think platinum would be that. I didn't know. Like, well, I didn't think platinum. I didn't think fifties would be so high. Like, I was thinking fifties would be lower than platinum. Right. Right. That's why. That's why I'm saying. I'm pretty sure. I think fifties should be gold. I don't think like, I should have been old fifties. I think the old fifties should be gold. That's what I'm saying. I, I think. Yeah, it's because basically I was like, I was like, I was like twenty nine. Every time I got, I almost hit diamond. I would get like two to three matches back to back where people were just like straight up garbage. And you get knocked down. And you get yeah, up again, and, and they're never yeah, gonna was, keep you down. I was hoping you were doing that. <laughs> Thank you. It's it was a pain in the ass. You know, I, I was what was I, I was like twenty nine. I was like twenty nine ninety two, and then bam, back to back to back matches of just straight like, are you guys even playing? Are you human? Please tell me you're not bots. <laughs> like it was like bad. You know, I had I had a um I I did so, I had a moment we were playing on um Hollywood. I get behind the team as a reaper. I kill four of the enemy mm-hmm. team. I can see the arrows on my teammates' head. There are four of them coming up to the uh, up toward me. Okay, mm-hmm. like they're coming up past the car. Mm-hmm. I kill four. I die to like a roadhog. Roadhog hooks me, kills me. But there's only two people left. Why did my entire team get wiped when they got up there? Mm-hmm. You know? What map? That's what I'm what doing. What map with. was it? That was Hollywood. Hollywood. On the first point. First point. Roadhog. 
Two and, people. Two people versus four. So it was a roadhog and something else? A roadhog, and I don't know what the other thing was. Mm. And, and it was two people the only versus thing four. All I know is that when I respawned, all I saw was skulls <laughs> on my HUD. An ult would be the only thing that made sense, unless, like, Symmetra Teleporter got the rest of the team back there in time. I don't know. Well, when I got back there, there were only three up there. Oh, well, the then I don't know what killed them. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, it was, I, I, was just, I was like, this is really depressing. <laughs> you know, but I didn't. So the thing is, like, it's PTR, so I didn't sweat too much, but still at the same time, I'm like, oof. You know? Right. So, but, um,. In terms of uh, skill ranking, we were talking a little earlier, uh, Bond broke the seal on this, but uh, higher ranked players or the higher tiers, Diamond, Master, and Grandmaster, if you don't play for 24 hours, you will lose 50 skill ranking every day. So, you know, it basically an incentive, and, uh, you know, it's an incentive for people who are up there in those high ranks to stay in those high ranks and at least log in once a day and play mm-hmm. uh, so that you can keep your ranking up or, or even, you know, go even higher. Mm-hmm. The thing is, your rank will not b- drop below 3,000. So once you're in diamond, you won't drop out of, or, or you won't drop out of the diamond range unless you lose. If you lose, you'll drop out of diamond range. Uh, you know, once you hit three thousand. But if you just if you're just like not playing, the 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 floor is three thousand skill rank, and then you won't drop anymore. Uh, also, not playing competitive not playing competitive for seven days will drop you out of top five hundred, which is not a problem for anybody in this podcast. Possibly nobody listening to this podcast. Hey, if you're a top five hundred player and you listen to this podcast. Email us because I got I got some questions to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man! So, um, well, actually, I think most of the guys, honestly, I think most people who listen to this podcast play console. So, really, hello, console brothers. <laughs> you know, I think so. That, that's that. Most of the time, when people email us, it's uh, when they it's, it's console players or people who at least have like both. You know, a few PC players here and there, but I don't know. But either way. Um, something that's important is that the time bank system has been added to all maps for yeah. competitive play. Mm-hmm. This is very important, and it's much better this way. And it comes at a time where we, we talked about last week. We knew that they were going to remove uh, coin flip and sudden death. Right. So a lot of people just thought, okay, well, now we're just going to get a bunch of ties. Nah. No, I have yet to get a tie. And I'm I've gone through two sets of placement matches and several matches ranked. I have yet to get a tie. So maybe it's so maybe what they did actually worked for once. Yeah, and I think so for some people it's gonna really, it's gonna it's definitely gonna lead to some uh, some wins in some cases, but I think a lot of people are gonna get disappointed and realize it's gonna lead to a lot of losses too. Yeah. What used to be a tie where you'd have like a flip of a coin chance is now gonna be nope, you fucking lost. Deal with it. Exactly, and that's the way it should be. It it is competitive, folks. It is competitive. Yep. Uh, uh, the community manager did break down exactly like did she she put a detailed post of what she should expect on the various maps. I'm just gonna go through it quickly. So on escort maps, which is Dorado, Route 76, and Watchpoint Gibraltar, in cases where both teams end the rotation having played on both attack and defend, and both teams have escorted the payload to the final objective. We will examine their remaining time. If both team A and B have at least 60 seconds of time remaining, then a new rotation begins. Both teams playing a round on attack 
with their remaining time. If either team or both teams have less than 60 seconds remaining, then the team with the least remaining time is granted additional time to bring their new total to 60 seconds. The other team receives the same amount of time, oh, sorry, the same amount of added time. A new rotation then begins with both teams playing a round on attack with their, their remaining time. Whenever a new, a new map rotation starts and both teams are going to play, then the team with the least remaining time starts the next rotation on attack. That was a little weird to me when that happened the first time. That was a little strange because I expected to go on attack, but we had more time, so we were on defend. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was, that was a little weird. <laughs> um, I thought it was actually a bug until I read this. And uh, for the second and additional rotations, no bonus time is added when the payload reaches its checkpoint. Now, uh, one of the points here about the remaining time, uh, actually, Eagle Eye, uh, one of our listeners, he emailed me. He or she, actually, I don't, I don't know if it's a he or she, uh, emailed me and corrected me on the issue. Because you're right. Uh, basically, what I said last week was that when a team gets an objective, they get that 30-second bonus time, which is true, but I thought that was the bonus time they get that gets added to the other team's mm-hmm. bonus time. Mm-hmm. I got confused when Jeff Kaplan brought up, because he used 30 seconds in two different examples, and I got the, the examples crisscrossed. Mm-hmm. So what really happened, well, I was wrong last week, we're correcting that this week, what really happens is if, let's say, both teams A and B play through, team B has two minutes left team a has 30 seconds left team a will be given an additional 30 seconds to bring them up to a minute but the game will also give team b 30 seconds to bring them to two minutes and 30 seconds to be fair so that's what happens on on maps like this so sorry for the miscommunication last week and thanks uh to eagle eye shout out to you for keeping me sharp (laughs) all right so assault maps, Hanamura, Temple of Anubis, Velasca Industries. Uh, in cases where both teams and a rotation haven't played on both attack and defend with a score tied, we examine their remaining times. If both team A and B have zero remaining time, then the match in, uh, results in a draw. Okay. If both, yeah, if both, and this, remember this is for Hanamura, Temple of Anubis, Velasca right. Industries. So these are uh, primarily assault maps. So if you go into overtime in the final point and capture it, it counts as zero time, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if both team A and B have at least 60 seconds of time remaining, then a new rotation begins with both teams playing an attack round with their remaining time. If team A has less than 60 seconds of their time, but greater than zero seconds, and team B has 60 seconds of time, then a new rotation begins. Team A is granted additional time to increase their remaining time in 60 seconds, and Team B is also granted the same amount of time to the bank, which we just talked about. If Team A has zero time remaining, uh, remaining time, and Team B has at least 60 seconds of time, then Team B plays a final round on attack with their remaining time. If Team B can take the first objective during their remaining time, they win. If not, the match results in a draw. Time is very important. There is no time to fuck around now. Time is mm-hmm. the biggest resource in competitive Overwatch Season 2. Well, that's how it's always should have been. I mean, That's how it always should have yeah, been, but it right. wasn't. Yeah. Time, yeah time should be dictating a lot of the matches. Because how quickly you can cap a point, or how quickly you can adapt to an enemy team strategy should always be like, 
rewarded. And it just didn't feel like it ever was because time didn't matter as much. Exactly. Like you could, like before with season one, you could roll, you could like, you know, hold off an enemy team, right? On Voskaya Industries. Hold off an enemy team, but they finally win in overtime. But then you go on attack and you roll through these guys, you know? Like you're done with the whole thing in four, like, you know, three, four minutes, right? But then you get the coin flip, they get attack, and then they win. You know? Yep. Or they get defend, mm-hmm. and they're able to hold you off for, like, what, a minute and 30 seconds, and they win. So that's, it, it, that wasn't a very rewarding feeling. This is definitely feels way more fair. And I'll be honest with you, a loss still, it feels bad, but you can only blame yourself and your team. You can't blame the system. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But I'm going to continue here. If both teams A and B have less than 60 seconds of time remaining, then a new rotation begins, but it, but it, oh, sorry, but it is the final rotation for both teams. Even in a, the rare case, a team could take both map objectives in less than a minute. The team with the smallest amount of time remaining is granted additional time to increase their remaining time to 60 seconds, uh, and the other team is also granted the same amount of time, uh, also granted the same amount of time, uh, additional time, sorry. Whenever a new map rotation starts and both teams are going to play, the team with the least time remaining starts the next rotation on attack. When the team on attack takes the first map objective, they now receive four minutes of additional time during the first team first team rotation and 30 seconds during subsequent rotations. So that's what we were talking about with the 30 seconds. You know, when um, when you take a point, you'll get 30 seconds of time. On a t- on like a, I guess on a banked rotation, we'll mm-hmm. call it. When you're using the rest of your time bank, we'll call it banked rotation. Okay. All right. So the the last set of maps that they talk about assault and escort maps, which are Hollywood, Kings Row, and New Bonnie. A lot of these are going to sound the same, folks, but I I just want to read it the way they have it because they're trying to explain it in detail. So in cases where both teams end the rotation having played on both attack and defend, and neither team took the first map objective. Then the map results in a draw. So we might see a lot, especially on like Hollywood, you might see a lot of draws. Because mm-hmm. um, I've definitely seen maps where nobody gets the first point. Uh, in cases where both teams and the rotation haven't played on both attack and defend, and both teams have escorted the payload to the final objective, we examine their remaining time. If both team A and B have zero time remaining, then the match results in the draw. If both team and B have a Team A and B have at least 60 seconds of time remaining. Then a new rotation with both teams playing a ground on attack with their remaining time. If Team A has less than 60 seconds of time but greater than zero, and Team B has at least 60 seconds of time, a new rotation begins. That's when they're going to give Team B the same amount of time. Uh, if Team A has zero uh, zero remaining time and Team B has 60 seconds of time, then Team B is going to play... Uh, through their time, and if they don't win, then it's a draw. Now I'm abridging shit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and if Team A and Team B have less than 60 seconds of time remaining, then their new rotation begins, but it is the final rotation for both teams, even in the rare case a team could take both map objectives Josh, in less than a minute. Yeah. I feel like I need a Vizio, man. 
<laughs> I'm, at, I'm saying the same things over and over again. I'm just I know. Saying. <laughs> I'm just like I'm. I'm just. I'm just like man. I need a Vizio for this shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 pretty clear cut. It's actually pretty, like when you no, know, it is. Yeah, well, you when you actually play, it's fine. The one thing they really don't talk about is the distance uh, thing. They really didn't. They, they, I guess mainly because this is time bank. But on payload maps, now distance, uh, even on maps like uh, hybrid maps like um. Hollywood specifically, mm-hmm. you know, even if you don't make it to the second point, if the if the enemy team pushes point one meter past where you made it, then it's a loss for you. That's the, that's why there's not a lot of ties anymore. You got the time bank thing going on, and then on top of that, most of the, with the exception of assault maps, obviously, yeah. but any it's... map that has a payload, distance matters. Yep, distance matters now. You know, and there's no more. I shouldn't say there's no more, but you know how in a lot of maps teams would back up to a certain point and try to defend choke points and yep. things of that yep. nature. Yep. That isn't the best idea anymore because you no, might because be letting them closer than you need to be. Well, you're giving up time too. You're, like you well, can. It's amazing what you can do in New Bonnie with that. For like everyone wants to guard the point, yep. the very back point. But I'm like. But you can waste so much, so much time, time. Yeah. if you just pressure them a little bit. And if they start breaking it, that's fine. Just fall back. But you've wasted their fucking time. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. So there's, like, you're, yeah, it's going to require a little more team coordination, I think, because you're going to still need some people to go and set up in the back, you know, like you're saying. But Oh, well, yeah. You, yeah. I mean... You know, some people, I think, like, this is where Tracer and Reaper and a couple others might really shine, you know, with these new kinds of changes that they're making to the timing system. Right. Right. Yeah, so it's... The time bank plus the distance, it, it really it really is leading to matches being won and lost, not ties or what used to be, you know, coin flips. And you're really gonna... I think people are gonna have to be... Have to get used to playing more aggressive. I can totally see more Reinhardt's on defense because Reinhardt's a good pick if you want to stop somebody from moving forward. Yeah, they don't want to walk into a hammer. They don't. They don't <laughs> want to get too close. You know, as long as Reinhardt has the proper backing, he can be. You know, he can he he can stop stuff. And you're right. You're gonna have to have those flankers get behind the enemy team way more. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah. I so far I'm digging the changes. Uh, the placement system, or this the the tier system. To be honest with you, is really just a dressed up. It's it's a more it's a dressed up version of last of last season's tier system. Yeah, there's really not much changing there. Beside, you know, they're changing the way it looks, and they I think they they're adding the tiers because platinum makes you feel good. Being a platinum makes you feel nice. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you're better yeah. than half. It's nice like, knowing that, you know, we were, all of us at least were in Diamond or something like that, or close to it. Yeah, so, yeah, Platinum feel, it makes you feel nice, but us, I, I gotta be perfectly honest with you, the, the type of play I saw in Platinum was not the greatest, mm-hmm. and I can only imagine that's gonna be expanded when we get back to live. Mm-hmm. So, right. But, let's uh, let's talk about Hero Balance, which is, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening to Heroes on the PTR right now. Like I said, it's not, none of this is really permanent right now. Uh, so we'll see. 
uh, you know, what makes it, what doesn't, even though it looks like most of this, if not all of it, is going to make it. So uh, two general changes. Hit ultimates that consume the ultimate meteor, meter, sorry, when activated, will now drain the meter more quickly. So ultimates that drain a meter, uh, which I'm trying to think who has an ultimate that drains a meter. Because a lot of ultimates are timed. Like Zarya, she throws out her ultimate and there's a certain amount of time you're held. And even Roadhog, he oh, his is time. Doesn't McCree? McCree. Now he does, yes. But before about, he didn't. Is Roadhog's not... Is it really timed or does it drain the meter for it? I don't think it drains... Uh, Soldier 76 not, had one. I thought yeah, Soldier, Soldier 76 drains. Mm-hmm. But I it? believe Roadhog isn't because what happens with Roadhog is if he doesn't finish it, he gets his meter like, back. Right, a large Only portion of it back. Only if you die within like the first I think second, then, like first few seconds. I think then that's uh, Soldier 76, Reaper, and maybe uh, maybe Bastion? Maybe. I don't know, Bastion's timed. Yeah, he is timed. It's like, because it, it's down to seconds. Same thing with Genji, it's timed. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Genji just lost two seconds. Yeah, and Genji just lost two seconds, so. Uh, and we're you guys are jumping ahead here. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought the Genji changes from last week. No, no. <laughs> That's well. The, if you count him <laughs> being on the PTR bad. last week, anyway. A big, a big change or a big reversion is that hitbox sizes are going back to what they were for projectiles. So I'm not sure if you guys remember, but a few weeks ago we talked about Hanzo's arrows being able to shoot people that he necessarily can't see because the hitboxes are so fucking big. Mm-hmm. Well. When the hitbox sizes were changed, obviously Hanzo's usage dropped down. And I guess... Um, oh, no. You know, Whatever yeah. shall we do? Yeah, exactly. I guess Blizzard's like, oh, oh no, boy, you know, the guys over Overwatch are like, oh, well, I guess we got to switch, change it back so people use Hanzo again. Like, that's not the fucking answer, but okay. We <laughs> um, get yeah, hitbox sizes are back. Watch the video... With a projectile, like a Hanzo arrow, you can aim above somebody's head a full head size and still get a headshot. You can aim to about, I guess, half a head size to either side of the head and still get a headshot. Why this is considered okay, I do not know. Especially on PC. Console, okay. There tons of con- Actually, almost every console shooter has compensation for aiming. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's one thing. But on PC, no. Hanzo, like, yeah, okay, fine. If he, if it's hard to to hit with Hanzo, either practice and get good, or don't use Hanzo. He shouldn't. Hanzo should not have an unfair advantage, especially because his arrows are so powerful. It'll be different if it took like two or three Hanzo arrows to kill somebody. No, it's but it fun. does not. Hanzo's arrows are devastating. Actually, I was on the forum and somebody was like, I, he's like, if you're gonna have hitbox is this big. I request that Hanzo shoot buses from his bow <laughs> not arrows. Because that's what it feels like. Hanzo you know, one thing they did fix, apparently, was the fact that if you are not in Hanzo's line of sight, when you're around a corner, he can't hit you. So even if your hitbox is sticking out, if he can't physically see your character model, he cannot hit you. Oh, so literally if he can't see you, he can't hit you. Yes. Okay. The way it's supposed to be anyway. Oh, well, that's true, but, but- but I'm sorry, like having hitboxes this big is a mistake. We're gonna see ton of Hanzo. You know what this means, though? Because more, more arrows are landing, 
That means more meter gain. That means more dragons. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> more dragons or wolves, whatever you choose. Uh, so actually, I have it in a different order, but I'm going to start with Hanzo. So besides that, that wasn't even a Hanzo change. That's a, that's a change overall. So that yeah. affects Hanzo. That affects May. Genji. That affects May. Yay. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> that affects all those people, okay? But on top of that, Hanzo had a 10% increase in movement and in movement speed while aiming. Why? So he can aim and move faster now. Why? And then on top of that, he got a 30% increase in projectile speed. Why? 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 Why, Why are you making Widowmaker a worse pick? Why? Well, yeah, Widowmaker <laughs> is just like... She's on vacation somewhere. Like she has to be because unless you're pro Widowmaker, no scope three three sixty eight. You whatever. You, you don't even know the words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, Doritos drinking Mountain Dew. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Like this is ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, I, I changes like this really make me question Blizzard's ability to balance a first person shooter. All right, so I picked him up on the PTR today. That was one of the characters I actually played like three quarters of the, the painstakingly long hour that I played. Um, I was that able one to just, hour. I know. River. It was rough. Riot. Struggle is real. Struggle is real. Um, <laughs> so playing with him there, I was able to just destroy people, including Genji's that would get up close to me. And it, it was awesome. Now, that being said, I played, you know, Hanzo quite a bit, you know, even outside of here. Uh, it's the character I have the most time played as. And, um, I didn't. I don't really move that much, you know, to where I notice it when I'm, you know, aiming. I'm used to just making like those quick, like, uh, you know, flick shots. I guess, like, a, like I like to call them when people get up close to me, and it's still pretty powerful. The other people I saw though that were playing Hanzo on there, they were definitely pretty good. So yep. yeah, definitely the speed increase is pretty nice. Yeah, and we're gonna see tons of Hanzo spam. Yep, lots of arrows just flying anywhere, just. Because their hitboxes are going to be massive, and you have mm-hmm. to basic—it's literally denial of space. Like he just denies space by shooting random arrows in that general direction. Yeah. So I, I don't know what they were thinking, but apparently they want Hanzo back in play. So we're we're gonna have to deal with this for a little bit. Uh, Diva is taking a bit of a nerf. Her defense matrix, instead of being, being a, a half second delay when it's it regenerates, enough. it's now a one second delay. Not enough. That's not what she needed. I mean, it's not enough. Like, they needed to do this and then give her less fuel. Yes. Like, they need less fuel. And, I mean, this is fine. Like, this is a good start, but this isn't going to solve the problem. I think Defense Matrix needs to be decreased by a full second. Like in fuel wise, or yeah, like, because yeah, yeah like, because I'm not, now, I'm, not, I'm agreeing with you. Like it needs yeah. less fuel. Mm-hmm. Well, because uh, basically, um, you know, before when she had to use it, she had like it was all or nothing. You had to hit it and use it, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. But now she has control of when it's used. Like four seconds is too much. Yeah, like it, it needs less fuel, and it needs and it needs what it just got. It's just this is a nice start. Now finish it. Like just finish it. Like, I don't yeah. know, because, like, she's still, like, she's still, it, she negates so much with it. So Every many ultimates. You can completely block a Farrah ult with it. You can block yep. a, you can eat a May robot. 
Like, you don't, you can eat Zarya Ultimate. You can eat all of Roadhog's Ultimate. You can eat anything you fucking want. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, not Zarya's primary. Not her primary. (laughs) But if you, if you fire your Ultimate and she just happens to be around the corner and she just drives in Defense Matrix, oh, there goes your Gravitar, there goes Gravity. Yep, that is true. Oh, you throw your May robot out. Just ate it. Sorry. Sorry, bro. That robot did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, if you want to counter, like, a Hanzo arrow up in his face, because the arrow... And his ult, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, to counter his ultimate, like, you'd have to be, like, right in front of Hanzo, because the arrow Yeah, like, that arrow does not travel that far. Yeah, you have to be, like... The Hanzo has to be really fucking stupid. (laughs) So, uh, speaking of May... uh, so it looks like they did two things for May. Well, one thing we were talking, like we talked about it kind of last week where they were thinking about letting her um, robot go mm-hmm. through barriers. Yep. That definitely happened. And yep. they said, maybe we'll also increase the radius of our ultimate. That definitely happens now. So both of those yep. things are going on. The, the robot yep. or May's ultimate goes through barriers mm-hmm. and the blizzard has a radius of 10 meters instead of eight. It is too big. You can, can co- you can cover entire defense points with it. Or not defense points, but entire objective points with it. Well, if that's an needs ult, to though, be, needs like, to, it, it needs to go down a meter. Yeah. It needs to be, like, no more than nine meters. Oh. And um, also, and the thing about the barrier, too, the reason I don't think... I don't think the barrier... I don't think the robot needs to go through the barrier. I think if... If she if she wants to run through if she, I mean if she wants that well first of all the ultimate's huge so even if she throws it at the barrier and it hits and it hits and uh, drops down right there and there are people behind the Reinhardt they're still gonna get frozen but if she wants to get the bar you know the uh, the blizzard going behind the Reinhardt just walk through the fucking shield and put it down she has more than enough health to survive that she has enough health to walk through the shield throw down the robot as Reinhardt is pounding her he could she could just go into ice block. She 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 is more than capable of doing that. I don't see the point mm. of making her of making her uh, projectile go through the barrier. No point. I don't know. If, I think it might be a little rough. I don't know if it's been pointed out in the patch notes because I didn't see it. But it feels like Reinhardt's uh, hitting you. That seems like you get knocked around a little more now. You do. So it that feel, can, it really does feel like you get like pushed about a little. Yeah, bit more you do. Than you used to. So you get hit with a hammer, and he's completely fucked up your aim of the. Yes, absolutely. Because that literally, literally happened to me the other night when we were playing. I got hit by a Reinhardt, and it like completely fucked up my aim, and I just like threw it somewhere completely I didn't even mean to. Yep. And then like two people were standing in it, and they used their mobility abilities to just dash out of it. Because hey, guess what? Everybody in this game has some fucking form of mobility. Just about. Not Anna. Or well, not Zenyatta. okay, Anna, because like I'm gonna be able to throw it at Anna, who should be sitting way the far fuck back from where the fight should be. So is Zenyatta, but he's up in the front helping people. So, <laughs> I mean, great. So I'll get the healers while I'm getting wailed on by the rest of the team. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, that's why <laughs> you throw it down. You stay inside of the area where you're doing your blizzard, and then you ice block. Cause as they're, cause they're, cause you know, if they're, they're gonna be close to you, they're gonna be trying to kill you. 
you ice block while they're inside the blizzard. Their first reaction is to get the fuck out of the blizzard. And if I'm standing in the blizzard, I'm still getting shot at. So it's kind of like I can wall myself and freeze myself. But literally right now, the blizzard is only good as a denial of space tool. I I disagree it with that. It is literally just a denial of space tool. Still. I disagree Except, with that, it's, especially because okay. I've been playing May more frequently and not on the, uh, and I'm and, talking about on the live server too. Mm-hmm. I catch at least two people in a blizzard when I use it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not catching entire teams in a blizzard. Mm. And I don't know if that's what people want. And I mean, I've definitely seen that happen where three, four people get caught. But two, like, you know, one to two people, definitely. And it's about placement in the blizzard. Because the radius is so big. Even if you throw the blizzard down, it starts going. A Soldier 76, if he is near the the center of that blizzard, he is not going to make it out. Well, Same thing with a Reinhardt. He is not going to make it out. If you're on the edge of the blizzard, yeah. Because on top of that, you got to remember that the blizzard, before you freeze, slows you down. That's true, but Reinhardt yeah. can charge out of it if he's got charge up. He can start the charge, but by it's depending on if he's close to the robot, he's not going to make it out in time. He's not right. He has a bet. He, he, he is not going to make it out on time. Mm. So in this regard, then, the only person I think who will make it out is Reaper. Diva. Um, Diva. Reaper. Not even Zarya. Diva. Zarya. Not Diva. And not Zarya. Not if they're close to the robot. If you throw, if they're near, Zarya will not shield, make it out. Shield doesn't shield the shield that she has. We'll yes, keep, I know we'll, exactly what the shield does. Okay, so what you know saying, it won't slow her down until the uh, shield pops. So by the time the shield is active to the time it pops, she's going to be able to walk out of it. Who has more time on Zarya? How, I have 20-something hours. What do you got? I got more than that. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can't conf- calls me out on time, doesn't know his time. Yeah. No, I'm just... Yeah, but still, I've, pl- I've played Zarya multiple times and yes you can pop your bubble which lasts for two seconds by the way mm-hmm. so your bubble lasts for two seconds if you're near the robot even when it was eight meters you run you run for two seconds you're close to the edge but you will get caught on the edge of the blizzard okay you have to be you, you would have to be i would say halfway there already okay you'd have to be halfway out off the blizzard in order not to get caught as zarya so then how about a counter to this since it's so wide like it is right now? How about doing what they should have done in the first place, which is make the robot targetable? Because there's a way to stop almost every alt in the game, pretty much. Not all of them, but most of them. The robot would just get destroyed all the time. Yeah, it takes too long to freeze. Yeah. Like, like there, there's a way to stop Farrah's ultimate, but you just blow her up. There's a way to stop Reaper's ultimate, you blow him up, or you put him to sleep, or you stun him, or... Etc. Etc. But you die like that. Like in a May ult, you're not gonna die like instantaneously. You're gonna get chilled for a little bit. You could even probably, if you're, if May's stupid and she's close to you, you could probably kill her before you get frozen, unless she ice blocks herself or ice walls herself or does something dumb. But like, there's, you're not gonna die instantaneously like you do from like rockets raining down from above. There's no way to, st- the only way to stop a Hanzo ultimate that can wipe a whole team is literally eat the fucking arrow that shoots like two inches in front of him and disip- disip- disappears. Like you can't stop. Tell me how you stop a Hanzo ult. Uh, Diva. How? By being right up in his face? You have to be right up in his face and he'd be a retarded you can't, Hanzo. You can't just eat the dragon when the dragon's raining on you. You right. can also like, use Genji to reflect the arrow. Yep. 
Yeah, but once again, you have to be, you be right, right up in, in the Hanzo's face. Yeah. But the arrow theory... only goes out like five meters or so. Yeah. And then it turns into a dragon. Hmm. So. I mean, yeah, I guess technically you can counter it, but good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the counter to a, to a mate alt is getting off of it. And what I'm saying is that it's it's large enough that there's very few characters that if they were at the epicenter of the ultimate, they are making it out. Well, it seems like the complaint before is no one was getting frozen. And now that the complaint is, everybody's getting frozen. So it seems like you just gotta find a fucking middle ground. Well, that's the thing, like, because before I didn't play May, when people, when people were saying, oh, well, May's not freezing anybody, I was like, that's a good point. I can't remember the last time I actually got frozen by mail. I start playing May and I start freezing people. I'm like, oh, I got one to two people every time I use my ult. And I, it probably came down to placement. Like, if there's, like, especially, like, a tank, like, I want to freeze that tank. I'm going to put the fucking, uh, you know, I'm going to put the, the robot next, cl- close to, uh, next to the person who is go- who I definitely want to freeze, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to make Genji my main target for freezing. You know what no, I'm saying? No, that's stupid. He, he can he dash can easily, out of it. He can dash out of yep. it. Even Reaper has, uh, Reaper has a good chance of getting out of it. Yeah, because he's going to Depending on where he is. But, you know, that that's the thing. Like, I... I try to make sure that I I don't just throw May's ultimate. I mean, and maybe that's the difference. I don't just throw May's ultimate. I throw it and I want it to land in the middle of where everybody is because that's where you have the best choice, the best chance of getting people frozen. That's what I think. Right. So I don't know. I I don't think necessarily Blizzard uh pulled the trigger too fast on this one, but at the same time, I'm thinking that maybe. Uh, you know, the data they were saying is because people were just kind of throwing that shit out there. Just like people who throw up Zarya ults when there's a Reinhardt there. You know? Like, people, I see people do all the time, put out a, a Zarya ult when there's a Reinhardt that has a shield. Yep. Like, you know, you're not going to get any hits, you know, from that. Mm-hmm. Or even now, even now, a D.Va. A D.Va's a problem during a Zarya ult because if you ult and then she starts doing her defense matrix, that's going to absorb your hits too. Yep. Not as bad as Reinhardt. Well, I mean, Defense Matrix could completely just eat your ult, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you use Defense Matrix and then she's... If you use your ult and then she uses Defense Matrix. That's what oh, I'm like, saying. Yeah, she can eat her, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, McCree, like we mentioned earlier, his dead eye now drains ultimate meter instead of just cutting off to half. So basically what was happening before is when you use McCree's ult, you would immediately go down to 50%. And if McCree died during that, he'd still have 50% of his ult, mm-hmm. which meant that he could get it again pretty fast. A couple yeah, of hits. And, if you, and you, know. you could also tell if you had a battle ult or not. Like, you're just like, oh, this isn't really worth using right now. Cancel. Oh, let me just keep my 50%. Yeah. So, you know, he that now it's, it drains ultimate meter. And, I mean, that could work in favor or not in favor of McCree because, you know, if he waits too long now, he only has, like, you know, 30% or 20%, which is good for the rest of us because I fucking hate hearing high noon still. Uh, Mercy, uh, healing per second increased by 20%. Also, resurrected allies are able to move after 2.25 seconds instead of 3, which, I mean, for her, I mean, I guess it's good they did that because they want people to be able to protect her faster. As somebody attacking, 
you know, or being on the uh, opposing mm-hmm. end of that, I want that to be. I'm glad that it's less time. Yep. Because now it's less time from the time I can actually She's start still attacking. Still gonna again. fucking die. It doesn't matter. Yeah. People <laughs> like, are still gonna go and wreck You can her. you can lower that time to that all you fucking want. The minute you hear heroes never die or something like that. Boom, bitch is dead. It's not like, just that. It's also that people are going to be playing her in a pug environment. People still aren't going to freaking really protect or no watch out defends. for the Mercy that much. That's why you don't see Mercy played. That's why I'm saying Mercy played. I mean, actually, not, I'm usually not saying her played if, she, if there's only one healer. But if there's two healers, I'm seeing her play a lot. Well, yeah, because then if she dies, there's a backup. Plus, right, like, right. most people who play one healer know their team isn't going to back them up anyway. So that's why they're playing, like, healers that can defend themselves. Right. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Like, when I play Mercy, which isn't as much as I probably should, so I'm not going to say too much here, but um, I don't necessarily have too much of a problem getting away from people uh, as long as I'm not by myself. As long as I'm, even when I'm by myself, I can still float over to the to the dead, what you call it, yep. to the little spirit things. But um, there's an option, and there's an option in your options for mercy specifically, uh, so that you're you don't have to be looking at your target to heal them. So yep. you can completely turn away from somebody and fly towards somebody else, and as long as they're within the beam's radius, you'll keep healing. Them. You got to be careful about that because there's a because if you do that by there's a there's also a thing. Where if you're not looking at them and you fly to the and you hit fly, sometimes the game like I've had this happen. I've looked at another target while I'm healing someone I'm not looking at. It made me fly to the person I was healing. That's an option. You have to turn that off. Yeah. So that's you got to make sure like both those things are off or yes. toggled right. And they did that specifically so Mercy can fly around to have more mobility while still healing specific targets. But then again, I mean, whoever she's healing still needs to watch out for the mercy. You know? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't even realize they're healing. They just think they're a badass, like living through all this shit most of the right. time. Uh, so let's move on to Genji. There's some salt on this one because people are upset about mm. this nerf. So the biggest Hard. thing is that the triple jump for Genji is gone. Double jump uh, no longer resets when wall climbing, so you can't do double jump wall climb jump. Basically, it's double jump wall climb. That's it. You know, you have to get to a flat surface to be able to jump again. Can you jump wall climb double jump? I don't know. I don't think so. I think okay. once you, I think once you're wall climbing, you can maybe maybe Does be able that to consume- jump once. Well, that's why I was wondering. Like, can you jump wall climb jump? Because that's technically not your second jump. But I was wondering if the wall climb eats the second jump. I don't know because I don't play Genji. I didn't test it out. I, I, I don't know. I find Genji test later. I, I find uh, Genji the play. So, I don't uh, even think it was that big of a deal, honestly. It just it it really wasn't. Like in the PTR when I was playing there, people were still just freaking hopping all over the place, and they still had the, just as much mobility as they did beforehand. Bet you half the people in the PTR couldn't even pull off what other people were bitching about losing. So I'm not even gonna... right. I'm with Mikey on this one right here. I don't even think it was that big of a deal, and it wasn't an actual nerf. It's a big deal to the higher up players that knew how to use that trick that really efficiently. But, well, I'm just saying like new like people on the PTR, I don't believe like half of them even knew how to do it. Or knew how to do it effectively in a match to where it actually would help them. Some people just do it just because like, oh look what I can do. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They would do it, but it's like, okay, how does that help this situation? Like, you know what I mean? Right. 
I don't know. I think Genji's upward mobility like, so, I don't know. period needs needs a nerf. Like I do not think Genji should be able to double jump off the ground, then dash up and hit a Farah. That's oh, pretty yeah. high in the air. That shit's ridiculous when that happens. I've, I've died from that. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's, I'm like, that's ridiculous. how did this fucking ninja get me all the way up here on yeah, Temple of Anubis? Like that's when that, like, that shit's ridiculous. And that's one of the reasons they had to get rid of that triple jump. You know, you double jump, wall climb, jump, dash. You can, There's no place Farrah can hide from you. Like, that should not be something that Genji should do. He's just way too high in the air from that shit. It'd be different if he almost got to you and then did ninja stars or something like that. That takes a that would be a bit better, but still, like, there's no way he should be able to slash through you because in a lot of those cases, it's not he just meets you where you are; he dashes past you. That shit's kind of ridiculous. So if anything needed nerf, it's that. Um, but they did do something to affect his dash. His dash no longer deals damage to venom mine or junk. Rat steel traps, so he can no longer dash through junk rat traps. Good. I mean, he shouldn't have been able to anyway. Exactly. He can no longer bypass them either. So if he tries to dash over a trap, which is probably going to be a problem when the patch comes out <laughs> for people, he's going to get caught. I mean, I don't know why that's not a thing anyway. Like Reaper would get caught when he would fa- would he get caught if he'd phase walk over that thing, right? Uh, I don't think he'd get caught while phase walking, but. But he could phase while he was caught. Yes, and to be honest with you, I that's stupid to me. If he's caught in a trap, he should be able to phase out of it. He's fucking smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I play walk junk over it with her. I play junk right a lot with her bubble. Yeah, she can walk over her bubble. Um, it just uh, doesn't do anything. So, okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, so um also his ultimate has been decreased from six from eight seconds to six seconds. I gotta be honest with you, I think it still needs to be five seconds. Yeah, I would agree. It's still pretty high up there. He can still wipe out a whole team. Yes. That I don't think he, I I'm so I'm don't get me wrong. If 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 there's a if there's an ultimate that is used like properly and you wipe out a team, like let's say you use Zarya's ult and you get your whole team together and, you, and you're able to wipe an entire team because you're at 100% energy, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That, there was a lot that went into that. But basically, anytime Genji ults, you just see three, four teammates die. You know, there's like almost nothing you could do about it. One, because people have trouble. He's fast moving, period. So people have trouble seeing where he is. Then mm-hmm. two, people have trouble hitting him. So actually hitting him while he's doing this thing is incredibly difficult. So you'll see a guy and Genji do an ult and then just wipe well, the out pro- teams. The problem is the dash resets while ulting. Because like he yep. gets, because basically he could, lo- if he doesn't kill on the first slice, he could like dash, kill, reset, dash, slice, slice again, dash. Like his mobility, plus his double jumps and his wall climb. Like it was just really like literally like I play McC- I'll play McCree against it just be like okay I've got one shot at this and I gotta get, pray to God he doesn't reflect it back in my face because right. like if I stun him then we can kill him and end his ultimate but like otherwise he can just dash out his Zarya ult or he can there's no way to like immobilize him long enough to like finish him off to keep the ultimate in check mm-hmm. yeah. So. Now, then, oh yeah, I mean, six seconds is a start, but I do think one more second, like five seconds should be the most for an ult that power. Either that or 
they need to close the the gap on how he can slash people. If he's up close to somebody, mm-hmm. fine. But if he's at a distance, like a Reinhardt distance, no, I'm sorry, that's not how long, the case. How long does Justice Reigns from above last? Three or four three seconds. seconds. Yeah, because and, she, da, da, and she's immobile. Yeah, Diva can can eat that entire ult up. So yeah, it's I think it's like three to four seconds. See, uh, 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 yeah, five seconds. Yeah. Uh, let's move down to Lucio. Lucio, his amp it up for the speed boost was decreased by thirty percent. Why? 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 Like, they they thought that's what made him a must pick. No. 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 <laughs> that's not what made Lucio a must pick. They 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 did it to make uh, Mercy more appear more viable. That's why. But still, from a heal, when I need to heal in a group, I'm still. Gonna I mean, pick he's Lucio. still king of king of the hill. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I don't. It doesn't matter. You decrease. Like that's just. That's just needless, but whatever. Yeah. Roadhog, uh, his chain hook targets will move back to their original position if they moved out of line of sight. This nope. change pisses me off because that's that's a net code issue. Because the thing about Roadhog's hook, when you're hooked, you're disabled. If you hook somebody and now they're out of line of sight, there, there's something off base here. Either you're reporting back to the two, server was too slow, or the opponent's back, reporting back to the server was too slow. Like if you know, if you hook somebody and they're out of line of sight, you should not get that hook. I'm this sorry. happened to me twice on the PTR today. Twice enough, and it, it almost happened a third time, but it ended up uh, working. But still, like each time, I wasn't even line of sight of the guy, and it just freaking pulled me right into the room with him. Yeah, hooking around corners should not be viable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that kind of pissed me off that they're not actually fixing the source of the problem. Uh, Zenyatta got a nerf and a buff, sort of slightly. But Orbit Discord amp, uh, the damage amp, was decreased from 50 to 30%. Uh, and I'm kind of seeing an effect on that. I'm kind of I'm seeing an effect on that. When I'm fighting a tank one-on-one, that, uh, yeah, that's a problem now. I can't take a tank one-on-one as Zenyatta. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of well, okay with this. I can't, but I can't say I can't, but it's very difficult. I, I'm okay with this, actually. It's not as big of a nerf as I thought it was going to be, and I can still be useful to the team, and I can still debuff, and I can still help shred people. You know, right. I'm I'm okay with this. You know, sure, I'd like it to be back up to the 50 that it was at, but I don't think this is as bad as they could have done to Zenyatta. It could no, this is fine. Yeah. Um, And Orbit Destruction... Damage increased from forty to forty-six. He can still shred tanks on his own. Like it's fine. He they. It's more even at this point, I think. Though it's a bit more even. Because let's face at it, least, uh, at still least Reinhardt's still going to wreck you. Oh no. well, yeah, but uh, a roadhog uh, can still hook you in and can still destroy you if they hook you. Right. If, yeah. If, if not, you're dead. That being said, though, the Zenyatta's got to be on target with his orbs too. Well, Roadhog's be far the fuck away. If you can't hit a Roadhog or a Reinhardt, right? Then you should have died. You should have died. <laughs> you know. So. Well, it's it's just more the fact that this is like it's not the same damage amp Mercy has at least for the whole team now. It's now at least lower than like what Mercy has for just damage amping one person. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to map balance, which is. Only one thing. Uh, Watchpoint Bra- watch Gibraltar, the first checkpoint has been removed. 
So there's actually less time to get to the real first checkpoint, which is the the that big metal door. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence now. Like you get, you really need to get your ass out of that uh <laughs> out of um the Sorry, base area. there and get that thing moving. Yeah, it's gonna be a Staging lot more area. pressure up front. I think in the first area now too because of that. Yeah, because just to waste time. And I didn't see, but I think I do. I do think that ch- the payload can move back even farther because before the farthest it moved back is the actual checkpoint. Well, yeah, not anymore. I, I don't think I can't confirm that, but we'll see. So, uh, let's move on to Eichenwald, which oh, is the boy. new map that uh, Blizzard put out last. Well, not put out, but they uh, announced last week. It is on the PTR. This week, I will definitely say it is the most complex map they have. But I'm not necessarily having a lot of fun on that map, to be perfectly honest with you. And it is very defender-friendly. Very defender-friendly. So many fucking choke points. Yes. First of all, so many choke points. No, So many choke points. So many places for defenders to come from. Behind you. Not just behind you, but like you know, you know, if you're an attacker, you have to get through the first choke point. Underneath the first choke point, there is an alternate path, but it just leads you right to the right side of that. Like there's really no, yeah. uh, there's no no path behind or far to the side or anything like that. So right. you have that. As a defender coming back, even if they make it through the first checkpoint, you have so many different ways. You can get back to the actual checkpoint. So many different places you can just pop up and shoot them. And oh my god, Bastion. Bastion is a problem on that map when you get to the bridge. When you get to the bridge, yeah. first of all, ba- like I said, defensive mobility is very, very easy on that map. But the thing, like the, uh, where the bridge is and where the high points are around the bridge are far enough away from the bridge that you cannot hear Bastion's footsteps. Like, you will just be working, like mm-hmm. maybe fighting somebody in front of you, and all of a sudden you get mowed down by Bastion because he got behind you, because you can't hear his footsteps. Yep. That, that, is a, yep. that is an issue. I mean, if you, and back to choke points, you want to talk about just choke points? You have one, two, three, f- yeah, three about and five. then the bridge. Three and the bridge. Mm-hmm. The entire bridge is a choke point. Yeah. Right. Well, the entire second section of like you capture the f- you after capturing A, there's like three choke points back to back. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah, and even getting inside, there's not from an offensive perspective. God, there's why not- do they close that wall off? Yes, they. <laughs> oh my god! After you smash the door, they shut that wall, and you literally have two entrances. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get through this? Yeah, like they. So like after you. After you break down that door, uh, you actually have to to march. I, what I thought was going to happen is you're going to break down the door and then you go in and try to capture a point. That is not what happens. After you break down that door, you basically have to take the the payload and move it all the way inside mm-hmm. the uh, the base. And there's only one way to flank uh, via walking, which is to the left. And it's why like people can see you going into there. Like actually, from the defender spawn, I can see when somebody's walking into the flank area, so you know they're coming. 
The only person who might have an advantage is Reaper because he can teleport uh, past it. So you might they may not they may not see him. And it's so closed off. Like that, there's there's like narrow hallways. Yep. And it's just like the whole thing is a choke point, pretty much. Like, it's just like, and what's worse is the defender's spawn point is so close to the last to point. The, to the last point, where it's just like you kill four people, and like you're working on the last two, and those four are just like right back. Yeah, right and I'm back just like, at you. Yeah. Fuck. Like, what do you do? Yeah, like, the, I don't the, know. it it really really is just defender friendly. Like, I mean. It's defender friendly. It's defender friendly to the point of where uh, a Symmetra, I feel like, would be perfectly suited to go and just centering up that entire back area. Yeah, Symmetra's good for that entire map. Oh yes, Symmetra's good for that entire map. Yes, because there's so many choke points you have to walk through. Mm Mm-hmm. So is Torbjorn and Bastion. Like, there's never like I didn't see a single bad point for them to be like, nope, we need to switch off this now. May's great. May is awesome. Junkrat is just like, hey, do you want to go down this way? Or if you do, get ready to eat lots of damage. And I'm just like, like, I mean, is this payback for all the attackers being so fucking good? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, is, <laughs> is this just like, guys, we made attackers way too good. We need to give defenders one map where they just fucking wreck house. <laughs> there's, there's a, there are many places where defenders can get high and drop down on you. Like, after you get the payload and you go through the second choke point and you go, there's, like, a little S-path, mm-hmm. the defenders can walk across, not even across this bridge, but they take this path and the path will lead to this platform and the platform is essentially above you. You know, and it, it, it's, it, oh, man, it's so different. It, being a defender on that map is amazing. Yeah, oh, I mean, it was boring. Not so much. Yeah. Oh, it was boring as a defender. Like I was like, okay, they're gonna. I'm gonna place my turrets here, and we're just gonna fuck them like anywhere they go. And quick play, man. That's gonna be annoying. Imagine having two maze on the first choke point, and they just alternate putting up ice walls because they're literally if they put an ice wall in front of the first checkpoint, there yeah. is nowhere for you to go. Yeah. And it's not like, like I said. There's. It's not like you can flank without being seen. Every single flank point from the attacker standpoint is visible by defender, easily visible by defenders. If you choose somebody who has mobility and they and they either like Farah hops, jump over the first point, or Genji or Hanzo climb over the first choke point, you can clearly see where they are. And not only that, there's only one place they can go. They can only go to the left. There's like a little house they can go to. They can only go to the left, so you know exactly where they're going. Yeah, you know, defenders is a, it's a different story, especially when you get to the bridge. When you get to the bridge, defenders, um, there's not much they could do if they go right, but if they go left, they can take the high, they can take the high bridge, which is not easy for attackers to get to. So they can take the high bridge, and now they're just shooting shit down on you the whole time. Or there's actually a low bridge, which I don't think a lot of people realize is there because there's no path to it. Like you go to the edge where the moat is. And you have to look down, and you can jump down to it. I fell down there by accident. That's how I found it. So I ju- you could jump down to it, and it takes you in a path that takes you a- down down underneath the attackers, and then it pops you up behind them. Like, come on. Yeah. The- I don't know. The, the, I think they need to tweak it before it goes live. They, I think they definitely need to tweak it. Um... 
Duh, I'm trying to think. I think with the defender spawns seem to be okay, with the exception of the with final the last spawn. one. That last defender spawn, they would actually have to alter the map to get that. Yeah, to get to, maybe to, a to fix that. Or it's maybe closer two than new. It's closer than new Bonnie's spawn point. Like, yeah, it's the final like, spawn point on uh, Eichenwald. So think about New Bonnie when you start in that room because the room is just about as big. But then in New Bonnie, you got to go left or right. You walk down that short hallway. Then you have to walk out of the building and down the steps to the point. Right. The point, if you if you think about it from New Bonnie. The point would be, I would say, where the doors are to go back in your spawn in New Bonnie. That's how close it is when you spawn. It's it's pretty ridiculous that, it, that it's that close. Like it is clear they wanted defenders to shine here, as opposed to affixing defenders. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it almost seems like. I mean, I get your taking a castle should be hard, but. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I feel like can I get another can I get another attacker on my team? Can it be seven v six? Yeah, I mean, can we do that, dude. We got a team kill. We got a team kill. Team kill. What ten meters away from the yeah. point? And they and got still right lost. back on. They, we still lost because they came right back out. Basically, and then they did denial yeah. of space ultimates. They we had diva ult, a may ult down, and we couldn't touch that thing. Yeah, like basically the diva came out first. And before we even finished dealing with her, because our entire team was wailing on the D.Va, three other people were out and, and attacking. Like it, it was just yep. too much, man. I have yet to see anybody win that map. I've yet seen people see it. win it. Overwhelming. I think it was just overwhelming offense. I have yet to see it. Actually, when I'm on defense, I have yet to see somebody get to the second point. Yeah, normally I have yet I've, to lose actually, first I've point yet to see on somebody defense. actually take the first point while I'm on defense. I haven't lost first point on defense yet. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, just me, me playing as a May, all I kept doing, ice wall. I would go up top where they couldn't, uh, where, you know, uh, where they don't have access to unless they, you know, have mobility like Genji or Hanzo. Or I just go up there and then just rain down ice wall, uh, rain down icicles on them. But then I realized, you know, what I realized. Mm. May's uh, primary reaches them. So you can just yep. go up there and spray down on them and freeze them. Yep, if they don't back up. If they don't yep. back up. And then you just put up another ice wall. Mm-hmm. That's what I gotta do. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. And then you throw your ultimate down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they really can't come near you. Yeah. And, uh, and it's... Shit. Yeah, it's a little... It's just, it's just a little too... Defi- like, it was so easy. Well, we're only so getting easy. a limited player base that's probably checking this out right now. So, you know, waiting a little that's, bit might not be a bad idea. And it is early. Let's let's be clear. Yeah. It it's early, but first couple first first impressions are fuck this is hard as an attacker. Fuck this is easy as defense. Yes. It's too easy as defense. It's it is super hard as 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 man as an attacker. But, yeah. Really easy on defense. It's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. So, oh, like I can wall the. I, I thought it was a pretty cool map and a pretty cool idea, but no, besides cool besides but... that, like when when I actually played it, I was like, I'm not really having all that much fun here on either side because it's too easy 
on defense. And it's too hard on attack, it feels like. Yeah, like, it's a very pretty map. It looks gorgeous. It's fun to roam around it and look at all the shit and be like, ooh, this is cool. Oh, this is cool. But when you actually, like, sit there and play it a couple times, it's like, fuck, I got attack. How the fuck am I going to do this? Or, oh, I got defense. Cool. This is this is easy. Free and win. To be honest with you, <laughs> like, when I played attack, I never got held up at the first the first choke point we always made it through but it was because i honestly the other team just wasn't that great like look at that that's part of the, that's part of the reason i think it wasn't that great if you had uh they weren't blocking off the options right they kept letting us get away with too much yes they didn't punish there was no punishment for making for going the alternate routes like, they didn't force us to go down the main route, and they didn't punish the alternate routes. If you don't punish the alternate routes, yes, you will get fucking steamrolled on the first point. But if you punish them, I mean, what the fuck are they going to do? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They also were defending their Bastion very well most of the time. Yes. They definitely need uh, They need to work on the map, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the good thing about the map is that it did bring a new Reinhardt skin. Oh yeah, the legendary, cool. the, like the, his new legendary legionnaire skin that's available. Yeah. There's the green one yeah. too, where it's all like rusted and growth, green growth all over it and stuff like that. Yeah, do you see that one? No, no, I, no. I yeah, I'm not a big fan of green, so it's fine. Well, okay then, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, green. Some other general notes from the the PTR. Is that um, new emotes for new for characters are coming out? Each character is gonna have a laughing emote that you could do, which I am positive that is gonna get fucking annoying. Oh, you know, <laughs> play of the game. It was gonna be like high noon, dead. Ha 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 ha. Basically, it's pretty much what happened. Yeah, like it's the each, each. It's not just a laughing action. Like the it's an actual emote you have to equip, and it's different per character. Uh, additionally, um, there'll be a sitting emote that's it's sustained. So basically, when you just sit down and like so do something like Divas, for example, she sits down and she drinks Mountain Dew and eats Doritos. Can, can we talk about? <laughs> can we talk about Symmetra's? Please, can we talk about Symmetra's? Because it's so good. Go, go, yeah. I, I saw hers, but I didn't. I thought it was good, but you are you're really excited for it. So go ahead. Oh, it's just so like I can just imagine someone setting up a room of turrets. And just sits there and just watches people walk through them and just die. And I just, <laughs> it's just so, it, I just picture it in my head and it's just so good. Yeah, Cause yeah. she like spawns a chair and she just sits there with her legs crossed, just waiting. Like, <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> yeah, you're really, you're really excited for that. Oh, I'm going to totally set up a death room and just sit there and watch. <laughs> death room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be pretty cool. Six turrets just pointed at one doorway. Just let's go. Just yeah. walk through. Uh, what else we got? A uh, Symmetra will now like when she if she if the teleporter's up, and she gives her ultimate status, it tells how many charges are left. So that should be helpful. And healers now, like if somebody says need healing, and they look at that character and reply back with the same communication, they now get an icon over their head so people can locate them easier, find out oh, okay. where the healer is. Great, great. Oh, only if they only if they go back, only if they respond with the same communication. I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. Got to respond back with the same communication. 
So. Okay, that's not too bad then. I won't. I just don't want to see spammed. I need healing. I need healing. I need healing. I need yeah, shield. No, I need the, healing the, other more. the other person cannot make you visible. You have to do it yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to Sombra Watch. Sombra Watch. Now, this is some stuff that just kind of came to light right before we were recording. Um, there was a forum post that isn't really a forum post. It's, you know, a hacked forum post by Sombra. There's some words in it that translate to which has the information. It has the power. That's Google Translate. I think that's pretty wrong. It's probably like she who has the information has the power. Uh, but if you stay on that thread, it starts to distort the the page and then... You know, it'll it'll actually bring up a uh, a code, another another like base sixty four encrypted string. Mm-hmm. So if you decrypt that string, it actually leads you to it gives you a URL for a video. That video, it looks like a medical chart for Anna. Mm-hmm. It has information on Anna, and there's like a little heartbeat on the bottom right hand side. But on top of the heartbeat, there are these twenty six bars. And it beats in certain places. If you follow the beats, it gives you another website, uh, a momentincrime.com. And if you go there, uh, it says some stuff about Sombra Protocol and doing something to email. But then mm-hmm. there's like a tips. You, you can email tips at a momentincrime.com. And if you do that, you get a, uh, a reply back. And I'm actually trying to find a reply now. So I have it up. Okay. Thank it. you for contacting Momenting Crimes Anonymous Crime Line. We have analyzed your submission and forwarded the information to the relevant parties. Your help could be vital to apprehending these cry, and then it goes to establishing connection protocol Sombra V1.7 Initiato. Then it lists a whole bunch of what looks like timestamps or something. It might not be timestamps, but it like lists out like I think it's timestamps, but go ahead. It, it looks like timestamps, like five timestamps in like five rows basically. And then it lists out this code that's like J dot seven F five seven O comma N L V colon Q J period seven B colon comma one Q V at B one J five I V B colon. Which is another encrypted string. Probably bullish, right. but go ahead. And then Terminato Conexion and then Eminals and bringing them to justice. These fugitives are responsible for a string of robberies, arson, and other criminals stretching from Sydney to King's Row. That's reference, I believe, to Junkrat and Roadhog. Yes. I honestly... Yep. Authorities believe that they have set their sights on crossing Atlantic to America. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it is is about Roadhog and uh, Junkrat. I mean, the thing about this, like, you know... Well, one thing that's important to mention as well is that the the post itself is a countdown. It started by saying that it was posted 21 hours ago, and then when an hour passed, it said posted 20 hours ago. So it's actually a countdown to something. But Mm -hmm. this looks like um, just information on other Overwatch characters, like Sombra's gathering information. That's what it looks like. Yeah, on all the Overwatch cast. Yes. So, I mean... I mean, I hope Blizzard doesn't do something stupid like release Sombra in the net in twenty hours. I, you know, what? I'll be surprised if they release her before season before the season starts. 
Well, no, I mean, like, if they're going to release anybody, it should be before a season starts. It should not be during a season. Right. To be perfectly honest with you. But they just released it. And by the way, I just remembered that when you guys actually hear this, it's going to be a lot closer than 20 hours since it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> but, but, yes. <laughs> but It um, might, yeah. Depending on what you're listening, it might have already activated. It might have already activated. And uh, hopefully we're all still here on Earth. So, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, we don't, like, I'm, I'm getting tired of Sombra. <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. I can't, one, I don't want them to release the character anytime soon. Because we're still getting used to Anna. You know, Anna is becoming a much larger factor in these games now. Yeah, because people are actually learning how to fucking play her, right? Exactly. So, I don't, we're still getting used to Anna. I would like to see Anna in play for a full season I don't think we need another new character. We're just about to get a new map. Blizzard doesn't want to set this precedence. I mean, like, I maybe right before season three, sure. You know, I would. I expect that we're gonna see something about Sombra at BlizzCon. That's when we're <laughs> maybe gonna see it's, it. Maybe they're doing it so early as to calm people's tits from the rage that was the Rio games. Maybe, but those <laughs> people who are still upset about that, guess what? They're still gonna play Overwatch. You have a ton they probably of- bought loot boxes. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, yeah. So they already bought their loot boxes. And then, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it'll be a good time to release that with so many games about to come out on top of that. You got Battlefield coming out. Mm-hmm. You got Call of Duty coming out. No matter what anybody says, that's still that's still a game that's going to pull a huge fan base. It's going to pull a lot of people away from Overwatch. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm kind of excited because when Battlefield pulls people away, when Call of Duty <laughs> pulls people away, um, that's we'll when see. we'll see if they come back. Though I'm interested to well, see the they might come how... back, but Overwatch has 15 million players. Some of them going away is not a bad thing. I know, but I want to see the I want I want to know the numbers of how many leave. Like what's the what's the what's the player drop loss because it's going to happen, and then how quickly that goes back up. Right, like, that's what I really want to see. Yeah, I'm looking for people. I'm looking forward to the people who really don't know how to play Overwatch that well. Um, I shouldn't say that. That don't know how to play Overwatch. I shouldn't say that. But people who are only playing it because their main game is not out yet. I'm looking for the, for that little break because then you get close. You get uh, people who really want to play Overwatch who are probably playing it more for teamwork and stuff like that. You know that that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, mm-hmm. with, I would honestly laugh if they had all the stuff going on about Sombra, and at the end of this countdown here, they release somebody else entirely. I just think that would be absolutely hilarious. Doom, who do you, who who they release? Doomfist. Doomfist. Yes. Doomfist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be just perfect. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, we know you're excited about Sombra. Get Here's ready. Doomfist. You know, just be like, hey everybody. Now we've been putting all the stuff about Sombra now, all these leaks and everything that you've been working so diligently Sombra, to decode. Wait, well, that's wait. right. We released Doomfist. <laughs> what if Sombra leaks Doomfist? Oh, leak the whereabouts? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want them releasing anybody anytime soon. Please, Blizzard, if you're hearing this, do this. If anything, just to annoy Chas some more with more Sombra stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> so, but let's uh, go ahead and move on. Let's talk about our last topic here, which is that Bash and animated short. Oh, is this where we talk about how you have no emotions? I mean, mm. it's a fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a machine. It's programmed to do certain things. 
uh, first, so for, first of all, I mean, I, hopefully everybody who's listened to this have watched has have watched the animated short. I mean, I even said it beforehand. I said it's gonna be like Wally with guns. It was Wally with guns. <laughs> it wasn't exactly like Wally with guns. No, well, Wally was better, but still. Well, I mean, Wally was about like saving the planet and go, Captain Planet. But you know, <laughs> yeah, this is more about like a robot wakes up. Fuck, what am I supposed to do with my life? Do I destroy everything or do I go back into the forest and just be chill? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's so, amazing. This brings in a lot of things into light here, though. A lot of questions I have, especially about the Omnic crisis here. Because it seems like, and they make it out to seem, that the Omnics are sentient, or at least semi-sentient. They are sentient. Right, but at this point, you know, we still don't know what caused the Omnic crisis, necessarily. The problem with the thing that caused the Omnic crisis was that they were sentient. (laughs) And they didn't want to be slaves no more. (laughs) It's just, it's Terminator. Well, no, it's not Terminator. Well, it's not, yeah, no, that's not Terminator. Terminator was fear. Skynet was afraid. That's why it did what it did. Yes. So, but yeah, this is just like, they you know, they, they, they were sentient. They didn't like the way they treated it. It was more like the Matrix. There we go. Animatrix, that's the, yeah. the, the Matrix story was like that, where the machines wanted, uh, you know, they wanted their freedom. They didn't want to be, you know, they were sentient beings. They didn't want to be treated like slaves or secondhand, or not even second-class citizens. And so they rose up and fought the humans. Yep. That's what caused the Omnic Crisis. Which the video, uh, the video was really awesome. I liked it. I have a soul, you know. And then you know, watching anything wrong with it. <laughs> watching the uh, the the interactions with the human army against the Omnic was really cool. Seeing Reinhardt's mentor, and then seeing Reinhardt in the back moving around too. But I want to go and call bullshit on one part of that entire video, which is his mentor there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Balder there. No fucking way in hell is he going to put up a shield against two bastions wailing away with machine guns on him. That's just a big bowl of nope right there. Well, maybe he's just that much better than Reinhardt. Yeah. And Reinhardt is... Maybe, a- he had more batter- maybe he had more power in his armor than Reinhardt does now. Well, Reinhardt mentioned, he's like, I will, in the beginning of the, the map when I played Sunday, he's like, I will get my mentor's armor. So I'm like, maybe he needs that upgrade to make him stronger than he already is. Plus five to reach of hammer. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> nah, I mean the the, the 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 video essentially was, you know, Bastion waking up, a bird woke him up somehow. Uh and <laughs> I guess the, the the big thing, the big emotional thing for people is when he heard the woodpecker pecking and he thought it was a machine gun, so he went PTSD. to turn mode and cut down some trees with bullets. Play the game <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's how Bastion pretty much works. <laughs> he tore down that fucking forest. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's... And people are like, oh my god, it was so emotional. I was just kind of like, eh. I'd I much rather prefer the Widowmaker. The Widowmaker, Alive is still the best one, in my opinion. Alive is the best cinematic they had. You got emotion. You got great, uh, you know, choreography. You have words. <laughs> you know, it's It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. See uh. that of dragons. Dra- you know what I didn't like about dragons? That they what? were speaking English. They speak English in the game. They sometimes. 
Oh my! They did the. But even in the game, e- them speaking English makes more sense because they're around other English-speaking people. They are in Japan at their home talking to each other with nobody else around. They should have been speaking Japanese. All right, so we should have had subtitles. Got yep. it. <laughs> should have been speaking Japanese because they sound better speaking Japanese. Why wasn't Widowmaker speaking French? Because everybody else is speaking English. Why does she care what they... She doesn't want them knowing what she's saying. No, she, she does. She wants Tracer to know yeah. what she's saying. She, it's, it's part of the play. Yes. Yes. It's I, part of the play. I still think uh, probably Alive was probably still my favorite one. Yeah, that's that, what I said. That's that's the best one, man. Or not Alive, I'm sorry. Uh, the first one that they went and did... Uh, Reactive reactivation, ah, recall. recall, recall, yeah, recall. Winston, the hope. Uh, Winston was just adorable. The hope, the, just the feeling of hope at the end there, and getting you pumped up to go into it was just awesome. Oh, I just thought Winston was just adorable. He just was adorable. He's an adorable kid. Yeah, well, I guess you like the sense of hope. I like the realism of alive. <laughs> he he likes he, dashed he, hope. She crushed Tracer. She fucking crushed her. Well, she she crushed. Mandata. Mandata. No, she <laughs> killed Mandata and crushed Tracer in the in, in the process. And then uh, she know. smoked a cigarette afterwards and was like, "Oh yeah, I feel alive." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, so I like Alive. I thought I think Alive is the best one. This one, I mean, it's not a bad one. Um, it's better than the Soldier Seventy Six one. Oh yeah, that one was kind of that one's kind of weak. I think this is the fourth best one. I think it goes Wait. Alive. Uh, then uh, Hanzo's, which was uh, well, Dragons. Dragons, then Recall, then this, then, uh, you know, Soldier 76. Yeah. We need to get one for, uh, yeah. we need to get one for Zenyatta, though. We need to get one for Zenyatta and uh, Genji. I already had a Genji one, though. Well, We need a Roadhog one. Yeah, yeah, we need a we need a Roadhog one explaining his story. That one will be a good one. Roadhog, it'll be a Roadhog just, Junkrat bro fest. Though. I don't want to see a Roadhog <laughs> Junkrat one. I don't want to see. I want to see a Roadhog one. There's no way to have a cutscene with either one without the other. They are literally bro partners in crime. <laughs> like it's just not gonna happen. Bro partners in crime. Uh, they. Uh, I would like like an or. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't think any of these are real origin. Stories, Not really. So, but I would, I would love to see a Roadhog actual origin story because I still want to see a Pharaoh one. We still haven't seen Pharaoh. Like maybe, <sighs> maybe, maybe Pharaoh like finding like anime has sent out the letter, but let's see Pharaoh actually meet her mom in combat. I was, I would, I would think, I think a Pharaoh one would kind of be boring because she's a straight arrow. Like she was a kid, her mom was an Overwatch. She wanted to be an Overwatch. Overwatch got destroyed, so she so joined the military. So let's Straight so out. let's have you discover your mom out in combat. I want to see a like a Reaper one, like a I want one that we've sh- had Reaper though. He's no. been in one, but I want to see one. I want to see a Reaper one where he actually he's been in two because he was in the the original cinematic. Also, is Widowmaker Tracer and Winston? Yeah, then. yeah. I want to see one. I want to see how Reaper became Reaper. Like well, everybody wants to see to Reaper, that, but they're basically. gonna they're they're gonna hold that they're gonna hold that so close to the chest. They're not gonna let anyone see that for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, we know they're what happened. Hold that one for a while. We, we kind of know what happened, I should say. 
We know that Mercy tried to save him after that explosion. Yeah, and this is it's, what happened. Like his, the most his, we've like, got. his, his like cells generate, like it re- generate and regenerate simultaneously, or something like that. That's the why closest we got at this point is the Anna comic, where she pulls off his mask and says, "What happened to you?" Yeah, I yep. want to know what was under that. Of course, everybody. You do. That does. was the point of the comic. Although <laughs> like, well, I just, I think I I like Reaper as a character. I just want to see what they're, you know. They're gonna hold that one for. A while. Let's just let's just let's just go ahead and nip that in the bud now. No one's gonna fucking find out what happened to Reaper for at least maybe a year and a half to two years. Maybe we'll see. Well, I, I kind of wish they would just finish that fucking McCree comic at this point. <laughs> that, oh, that was the most just so we can find out. Had. Nope. Yeah, just so we can figure out what happened after the train shit. Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. Uh, all right well let's bring this podcast to a close i mean i was like yeah we're gonna get this one in an hour nope i have <laughs> failed you're funny i have failed so sorry about that I, you know some of you guys enjoy the longer podcasts um which i'm happy to prov- provide but we try to get this with an hour there's always next week <laughs> anyway i think we say that every week yes <laughs> thanks for listening uh as always we appreciate you guys um, there are other podcasts that we have on the network that you can listen to. If you are into Destiny, looking forward to Rise of Iron, we have In Orbit, which is releases bi-weekly on a Monday. I may be on that on the next episode on one Uh-oh. of the special editions uh, <laughs> about PvP. So listen out <laughs> for that. We have WoW Talk, which is released bi-weekly on a Tuesday. Uh, that is about World of Warcraft. You got Legion coming out soon, so uh, those guys actually they're gonna be pushing out some additional content. Like they pushed out a, a episode yesterday or today, sorry, and I think another one next week. We may have some new WoW surprises coming for you, so just keep an eye out on that. Keep an eye on the uh, WoW Talk feed. Um, obviously, we are Watchpoint Radio. We are the Overwatch podcast, and we release every week on a Wednesday. We have Double Tap, which also releases this week on the same day. Uh, it's a podcast dedicated to fighting games and the fighting game community. Uh, that releases bi-weekly on Wednesdays. We have Sit Rep Radio, our division podcast, which releases weekly on a Friday. Uh, and we have Frontline Radio, which is our Battlefield slash Battlefront podcast, releases monthly every third week of the month, except this month it's going to come out next week uh, because of some delays. So you can go to mashlessbuttons.com slash schedule for full scheduling details. Our podcasts are available on the following platforms, iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, RSS Feeds if you have an RSS reader, XM Radio, Sirius Radio, Clear Channel. And I'm joking. We don't. We are not on any of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped at RSS feed, but um, yeah, uh, a link to all of our platforms are available right on the Matches Buttons website. Just go to whatever podcast you want. And you should be able to find the uh, the platforms for that podcast. We are on Twitter.com slash MTB site. We are on Facebook.com slash Smash Those Buttons and YouTube.com slash Smash Those Buttons. Uh, we have a special message uh, for you guys uh, that many in our in the gaming community go through many things in their lives and orbit host jorge went through this in 2009 with hodgkin's lymphoma nearly seven years later he is still healthy and in remission he will be participating in the rise of hope twitch streams fundraiser 
His charity is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and is asking for help. We recommend everyone visit www.lls.org to learn more about his charity and help Jorge out on his campaign page, which is at http 4 mash oh sorry mash 4me slash LLS. It's not like I set that up or anything. You know. So once again, that is mash four, the number four, dot me slash LLS. You can also go to his Destiny Clan website, the Technodrome.club. For any additional information and watch him stream on September 20th at twitch.tv slash go to NRG. Uh, now, like I said, as always, we, we appreciate you guys listening to us and we love to uh, hear back from you. So uh, feel free to reach out to us. A lot, a lot of you already do, uh, but you can uh, reach us at WPR at matchlessbuttons.com. We have a contact form on our website. You can also reach that same contact form from our Facebook page, or you can just Message us on Facebook. You can message us on Twitter. Uh, Mike, what's your Twitter? Twitter is at S-Y-M underscore K-E-Y. Yes, and mine is underscore Ja underscore. So it's underscore J-A-A underscore. And uh, yeah, you can also just comment on SoundCloud or on the, on, the, on the website itself, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, but we always like hearing from you guys, especially when you got some information to give us. So uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to help us out, the best thing you can do is share the podcast with other people. We, that really helps us out. Uh, we thank you for anybody who shared the podcast with others. And if you really, really like us and you want to help us out even more, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, if you can give us uh, uh, some like five stars, thumbs up, a like, whatever it is, and maybe comment on the podcast, leave a review of it, we would really appreciate that. That that's very helpful as well. So if you guys do have, if you do either of those or have done it, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, and we really appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, but that is gonna wrap us up. I guess to be on the lookout for somber stuff coming out soon. Uh, next week, I'm pretty sure the show's gonna be a bit more versatile because you know it's not gonna be all PTR. Mike's not gonna be here, unfortunately. No, another vacation. Gotta go. Gotta go up north, to for work. So <laughs> yeah, Mike's sorry about that. Mike's not gonna be here, and we just lost, lost half of our listeners from that episode. So, oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Sorry about the long podcast. <laughs> Take it easy. See you, everybody.